Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Lower Platte South Natural Resources District Know Your NRD podcast series. This is your host, Emily Hergenrader, the Lower Platte South NRD's social media assistant. Today, I will be interviewing Ariana Kennedy, the NRD's resources conservationist. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy. Thank you for joining me today. How are you doing? Good, Emily. I'm doing all right. Good. So can you just tell our listeners what your name and formal title are here at the NRD? Of course. Uh, My name is Ariana Kennedy. Most of the time I go by Ari. And my formal title is Resources Conservationist. And I've been here almost uh, 20 years. What recreational areas does the NRD have that the public can use? Yeah, actually, we have quite a few areas. We have Uh, three hiker-biker trails. We have eight lakes and uh, five wetland areas. So when you say NRD trails, what are those? Sure. Um, They're all rural trails. Uh, The surface is limestone, and we connect the Mopac East Trail. We connect with the Mopac in Lincoln, so it's kind of a continuous trail from the city of Lincoln out to out to Wabash, Nebraska, and it's about 22 miles long. The other two trails that we have are also rural limestone screenings. Uh, one is called the Homestead Trail, and that actually also hooks up with the city and Lincoln Trail system. Interestingly enough, that trail is actually um, 60 miles long now. Starts in Lincoln and goes through the city of Beatrice, then on down to uh, Murraysville, Kansas. And the NRD owns and maintains about 11 miles of that trail. The other portions of those trails are owned by City of Lincoln, City of Beatrice, Ponca Tribe, and then uh, Murraysville, Kansas. Oak Creek Trail is about 13, 12, 13 miles, and that runs from Brainerd, Nebraska, down to Valparaiso. And one thing that I should mention about all three of these trails is they actually are former railroad lines. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, the Mopac is named after the Missouri Pacific Railroad Line. Is there any history that you're aware of of any of the trails or how they came to be or how the NRD ended up with them? Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, as I mentioned, there were all three former railroad lines that were abandoned. And so Mopac was um, actually, there was a group in Lincoln. Uh, a lot of the Great Plains Trails Network Foundation members actually kind of started the group. And um, they ended up purchasing that corridor and then uh, gifting it over to uh, to the NRD. I believe that was, it was before I was here, but I believe that was sometime in the early 90s. So I believe that trail was finally finished in the early 2000s completely, Mm. as far as like what we have now from Lincoln, or from Lincoln to Wabash, the 22, 23 miles. Can you tell me a little bit about what are some different factors between all of them? Yeah, so like as far as some of the different uses, 
as I mentioned before, they're all hiker-biker trails, so hikers and bikers are allowed on the limestone surface on all three of them. Mopac and Oak Creek Trail actually have separate trails for equestrian users. So um, those are just mowed grass strips that people are able to ride their horses on. Now with Homestead, we don't have a separate corridor for the horses, so they're allowed to ride on the limestone trail surface. Um, we do have now on our website some nice maps that show the layouts of the trails as well as the trailheads. It will show like drinking fountains, uh, restrooms, and parking. So that would be a good place to go to to check in and and see what the different uses are. Of course, you know, anybody can always call in and ask for me and hopefully I can help them. What is your personal responsibility with the trails? Sure, so I work with the uh, maintenance guys and uh, we try to keep the trails in shape for people. So uh, a couple times a year, myself and sometimes another coworker actually get on our bikes and ride the trail because you kind of get a better feel for if there's uh, some ruts or bad spots in the trail, you can feel it on a bike easier than you can in a can in a truck. So um, anything that we find that needs to be repaired, bridges, trail surface, whatever it may be, we notify our maintenance guys and they are very, very good about getting things fixed and repaired. They keep our trails in great shape. So can you give me just the names of some of the wetland sure. areas that the NRD owns and then why would wetlands be useful for our listeners? Okay. Yeah, there's uh, five wetland areas that the NRD owns outright. There is the Lincoln Saline Wetland Nature Center and that one's actually here in Lincoln. Uh, Little Salt Fork Marsh, Little Salt Springs, Marsh Wren, and Whitehead. Uh, Whitehead is also in Lincoln. Um, so one thing about the Lincoln Saline Wetland Nature Center and Whitehead is since they are both in town, hunting is not allowed on those properties. The other three, uh, hunting is, is allowed on those. One thing that's kind of unique about um, the wetland areas is most of those are saline wetlands, which is kind of a unique feature around this part of Nebraska. Uh, you only see that in kind of the northern Lancaster County area and southern Saunders. So that's kind of a neat feature that the NRD is able to have these wetland areas in our district. So what could the public do out on these wetlands? One of the best ones for hiking would be the Lincoln Saline Wetland Nature Center. Uh, right now there's wood chip trails out there. We're looking at getting that upgraded to uh, kind of a gravel surface, kind of like our hiker-biker trails, that limestone surface. So yeah, there's definitely some hiking out there. As far as the other four wetland areas, there's not any designated uh, trails for people to, to hike on, but there's always people out there bird watching. It's definitely not set up for water sports. Uh, if you want to fish out there, you sure can. But uh, like I said, we don't allow hunting in those areas that are in Lincoln just because of the being in the city limits. So we can't, mm -hmm. can't allow hunting. You also say that the NRD owns eight lakes. So can we dive into what those are? And then also sure. maybe a little bit of history about the NRD lakes. Sure, yeah. So uh, talking about lakes, uh, there's eight. 
in our district. Um, there are four lakes north of Lincoln, and then there's four lakes that are south of Lincoln. The four lakes north would be Wildwood, Timberpoint, Red Cedar, and Meadowlark. The ones south of Lincoln would be Cottontail, Merganser, Wild Plum, and, and Tanglewood. The lakes originally, when they were put in, were for, for flood purposes, but they're also used for recreation. That's kind of a, second, a secondary use, I would say. They all allow fishing, hunting, camping, uh, bird watching, stand-up paddleboard, kayak, canoe. And one thing that's pretty neat about our lakes is you don't need a permit to get in. They're all actually free. Uh, we do require that if you're going to hunt or fish, you do need to have a permit from Nebraska Game and Parks Commission. We follow the same rules and regulations as Nebraska Game and Parks, uh, just so it's not confusing for, for our users. So as far as the docks, they are seasonal. Um, we usually take those out before the first freeze just because it's not good for them to be in the lakes. It can damage them once it freezes. And then we put them back in in the spring. Uh, one of the new additions at one of our lakes would be Red Cedar. There's a new boat ramp up there that's uh, concrete that's pretty nice. As far as the management of the lakes, uh, we work with Nebraska Game and Parks Commission on that. Um, they actually do all of our stocking for the fisheries. And uh, cool enough, I just found out, I was talking to one of their fishery biologists, and they actually have on their website a list of all the lakes that have been recently stocked, and it tells you what the species are. So you just enter the water body, and it's for all the lakes in Nebraska, Game and Parks and NRD lakes that are all publicly owned, and you can just enter the lake and look up to see when it was last stocked and what species were put in the lake. So it's kind of cool. Just go to outdoornebraska.gov backslash fishing reports. Awesome. Yeah. Didn't know that that existed. I That's did really either. cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. The most popular lake I'd say that we have would be uh, Wildwood. We always get good reports about fishing, uh, have definitely noticed more water sport usage, have noticed people kayaking and uh, stand-up paddle boards up there. I do want to mention one of our lakes to the south called uh, Tanglewood. Um, unfortunately, that one does not hold water very well, so it's really not. It's more of like if you want to watch birds and that kind of thing. It's not really good for fishing or, or water type um, activities. Have you ever been to one of our lakes before or spent time there? Yes. Yeah, I would say probably Wildwood is, is definitely my favorite. I like to do a lot of kayaking, so it's a nice it's a nice place to go kayak. You can get your kayak easily in the water and paddle around. Yeah, I really enjoy camping there too. It's really awesome. Yeah, it is. It's, it's cool. A, yeah, it's a really beautiful landscape there. So how does your job and these lakes and trails affect the general population and our listeners? You know, they provide wonderful opportunities for people to get outside and to enjoy nature and get some exercise and, and fresh air. Um, and one, one important thought that I thought I might say is um, 
we definitely get phone calls and emails from the public letting us know if there's a situation or a problem at one of our lakes or trails. And we definitely appreciate that. If there's a tree down, please call in and let us know that, you know, there's a tree block on the trail. Or if there's uh, some vandalism that has happened, you know, please do call in. And if you actually see the vandalism happening, uh, the best thing to do would be to call the local sheriff's office or the police first because they can get out there a lot faster than we can. And uh, we're not, you know, open 24 hours a day. So we certainly do appreciate trail users and lake users um, keeping their eyes open and, and letting us know what's happening out there. Thank you so much, Ari. Do you have anything else that you would like to add? I don't believe so. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining me. You're welcome. And that's all we have for this episode with the NRD's resources conservationist, Ariana Kennedy. Thank you for listening to this podcast series and stay connected to the Laura Platt South NRD by liking us on Facebook, following us on Instagram, and visiting us on our website at www.lpsnrd.org. If you like what you heard today, you can find all of our podcasts on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Just search Laura Platt South NRD and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Thanks again for tuning in and have a wonderful day.